Nick and Matt Jackson. You're listening to the Work Shoot Wrestling Podcast. Too sweet. Suck yeah. Welcome to episode 243 of the Work Shoot Wrestling Podcast. This is Corey Richmond, joined by Jason Brooks. This uh, is going to be one of those interesting episodes of the podcast because we got to talk about Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace, otherwise known as three male members of Retribution. Uh, we didn't get you to do a show last week due to uh, some unforeseen circumstances in my personal life, which if we get a chance later on, maybe we'll uh, give a moment to talk about. But uh, Jason, how are you today, doing today as we uh, get to a close of the NBA playoffs, NHL, and uh, baseball? Things a lot more interesting than uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, no, uh, going, doing okay. Um, yeah, work's been, you know, it's been weird doing this virtual stuff, but um, just trying to get through it. But yeah, sports are going great. Can't say the same for uh, WWE Raw, for, that's for sure. Uh, boy, you know, uh, Clash of Champions is uh, felt like if you were watching that show last night, you barely knew it existed besides, you know, a decent build, if you want to say, to, hey, if Randy Orton's jaw is okay, uh, he'll show up. If not, possibly we'll give Limitless Keith Lee a chance. If he wins a match that if he had won the week before, he may win. But if he's not there, we'll have disqualification. If he does this, then he'll do that. Then he'll, Convoluted, but then Randy Orton shot. Can, can Keith Lee beat anybody? I mean, he beat Randy Orton, and he's then he's almost lost all these matches. And then he gets punted, so he's back to being now he doesn't exist. I mean, maybe he'll be the leader of Retribution, and I mean, he'll be in AEW in a year. I mean, his his girlfriend's in it, and you know, due to the mask, we we know it's Mia Yim, and I know NXT is a third brand, but it's on USA Network, so it exists, but it doesn't exist. In story, there they're going out. But now that she's on the main roster, are we not supposed to know? Well, that's what that's whatever. Who cares about that? Hey, I don't care. They don't have to say anything about relationships. Why doesn't she use her name? Dijak, why does he ba- look like Bane? Here's the problem with Retribution. I'm just going to get to it because we don't root around a fucking bush. Because this is going to be a cursing show. So just put the cursing tag on it, Corey. Okay. First of all, they fucking, they come out. Okay, they come out fine. They talk about uh, Tom Phillips. They've signed contracts. Okay, they've signed contracts. Then they, in their first promo, they talk about uh, the, the greed of, of the wrestlers and the wrestlers are greedy, blah, blah. You just fucking signed a contract. How are you talking about other wrestlers' greed? Second of all, Donovan Dijak is on the USA Network every fucking week. Right? Donovan Dijek, not T-Bone, Slapdick, or whatever. Right? So now he's playing Bane. They should just call him Bane because that's what he looks like. The mask is ridiculous. Dio Madden was an announcer on the show a year and a half ago. The problem with uh, this is beyond the just absurdity of it all, because this is, and I'm going to say this, and I've said this this to my buddy yesterday, this is one of the worst storylines the worst gimmicks in my adulthood. As an adult, this is one of the worst storylines ever. One of the reasons for this is, Corey, they already have a built-in uh, storyline with these guys. Dijek, he's an NXT, and I noted this on Twitter, at work shoot pod. Dijek, right? He was in NXT for a long time, never got a shot. He could be mad about that. Neil McFadden was an announcer, never got an NXT TV, could be mad about that. 
Mia Yim never got a world, you know, got a woman's world title shot, but never really reached the heights. Could be mad about that. Mercedes Martinez has been around for 20 years, just made it to the WWE. Could be mad about that. So they actually have things that they could be mad about to be, to call themselves retributors, call themselves retributors or whatever. But there's things that they can actually be mad about. Ember Moon could be, could, I don't know if she's in it anymore. I hope for her sake, she's not. Um, you know, Shane Thorne, same thing, held down, right? They actually have natural stories with all these people that they can tell and they could be real people instead of reciting these lines about greed and being greed and, and this, when they just signed contracts with the WWE. And they're on TV every Wednesday. What, what like, do they, I, I know uh, 1.6 million people watch Raw, but a lot of those same people watch NXT. I get you're supposed to suspend some of your disbelief. It's pro wrestling. I understand that. But with what we know about reality and what, what, like, what really is going on and reality angles that the WWE has done, we call, we've called this the reality era at times. This is absurd. And for the uh, WWE marks who are comparing this to the Dark Order, I didn't like the Dark Order. I thought it was stupid. But at least you had guys who were independent guys. They, they shot some vignettes that were interesting. This wasn't guys we saw on TV who now are changing their names to some ridiculous name. T-Bone, Slop Dick, Mace. What do these names even mean, right? So I didn't like the Dark Order. But I thought some of the Dark Order stuff was interesting. I didn't think it was all terrible. I just think they needed to rework some stuff. And I think with Brody Lee, I've had problems with Brody Lee, what they've done with some of his stuff. But I think overall, it wasn't a great gimmick, but I think it's gotten better, right? This is, the, this is awful. There is nothing about this that's good. And you go from the Hurt Business, who are beating up Apollo Crews and Ricochet every week, total heels, God bless MVP, what he's done for, like, the black wrestlers in WWE. Because, I mean, you know, he, they, he should give, they should give him all 10% of the paycheck. But the Hurt Business goes from being stone-cold heels to now they're fighting retribution? So who's, who's the babyface? Who's the heel? I guess who gives a shit, right? What, are, what is Raw? When they're sitting down, McMahon... And, 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 you know, the, the rest of the, you know, Pritchard and the rest of these guys, and they're saying, this is a good idea. Is this all Vince McMahon? Has, any, has anyone said to them, hey, this doesn't make a lot of sense what you're doing. This actually makes literally no sense. I, I, I mean, I just, when I get mad in wrestling, is not when a storyline is bad, because storylines are bad. Not when a match is bad, because these guys really work so hard, and they put their bodies on the line. And, you know, I don't get mad about that. I just say, yeah, that match wasn't great. When you insult me as a fan, as a consumer of a product that I've been watching since I was a fucking child, I get really pissed off. And I know I'm 41 and there's products for kids. Bullshit. If it was just kids who watched it, they wouldn't get any ratings and they would be canceled. There's a lot of adults who watch it. Most of the people are over 50 watching storyline for kids with retribution. What are we watching here? I, I, I'm completely, completely insulted by what they've done with retribution. And you know who I feel sorry for the most? 
Not the fans. Fuck it. The f- whatever. I could just not watch it. Donovan Dijek, Mia Yim, Dio, uh, Dio Madden, uh, Shane Thorne, Mercedes Martinez. They just got there. When this goes, when this doesn't work out, when it, it's because there's no way in hell this is going to work out. When this doesn't work out, how do you rebuild them back? You send them back to NXT to do Retribution 2? Just like with Nexus. Once they didn't know what to do, once Nexus didn't work out, they had no idea what to do with them. But Nexus was actually a decent angle, right? This is complete shit. They're men invented the show against the Hurt Business. They have no, I, I, I don't know if they have any long-term plans for this or they just came up with this shit on the fly. One week they're on SmackDown with Chainsaws. Next week they're just on Raw and they're a Raw product. If they're really these uh, outlaws who want to, tear the WWE apart, why don't they fucking go on both shows? Tear all the shows up. Go on NXT if, if you're that uh, worried about it. Th- this is an insulting, insulting storyline to fans of your product. It's fucking I cannot describe how bad this is. On a scale of 1 to 10, it's a minus 20. I, I, as, this is the worst storyline that uh, the as I've seen as a, a, an adult wrestling fan. There are other things as kids, nails, you know. There was some really goofy shit in the 80s. But this is just, I, you know, I, maybe people will, will, will be into it. I don't know. But, what, but when Dijek, Mia Yim, Mercedes, when this doesn't work out, what's going to happen to them? They're going to be released, Corey. They're going to be released. How, how, do you, how do they come back from this? The one of the worst gimmicks probably of all time. How are they going to come back from this? And you know, you know, listen, six months from now, when Donovan Dijak, T-Bone, Slapdick, he's WWE champion, maybe I'll look like an asshole. I've looked like an asshole before. I'll look like one again. But, I, I mean, this looks, this is a horrific start. And generally, when the WWE, WWE usually starts angles well, and then they fall apart. The Shield's one of the only things they kept strong. The Nexus started off strong, fell apart. This is starting off bad, and I can't see it getting better. You, Corey, give me, tell me how this can improve. How can this get better? Okay, uh, I wasn't sure if you were ready to take a breath at the 10-minute mark, or if you were going to go for another 12 minutes. I wasn't sure. So for, the, for those who listened to our episode when we had Brian Drake on, this is mostly what happened uh, on the Os- Oswego State days uh, in between intermissions at, you know, uh, basketball and hockey games when uh, something, when there was like a rain delay or uh, <laughs> you know, when you got fired up. Uh, but uh, Jay, I'm not going to say you're wrong in any sense. I enjoyed that thoroughly. And uh, the audio listeners, when you download on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else, where you can download, which we really much appreciate, um, I don't disagree with anything you said there. I mean, I think for everyone who's under a mask right now, you got to hope that uh, by this thing is dropped by before they actually take the mask off and you realize the average fan realizes is Donovan Dijak, Dio Madden, and uh, Shane Thorne. Um, this is a disaster right now. You brought up the Dark Order, the comparisons on when that first started. Now, everyone's saying this is a disaster. They should take them off TV. This is just a bunch of, you know, goofy, you know, Putties, as you know, I guess they were in like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, Shredders, you know, just mutants or whatever they were. 
that has turned into something that's super funny on being in being in the elite. Brody Lee's a guy who people care about now. John Silver is a super funny character and all these different things. These guys are basically a disaster. I know it's only been a month, but at this point, you got to cut and run. Can Donovan Dijak and Mia Yim and some of these people have a successful career at some point? Very possibly. But the longer this goes, the more they're hurt. Can this turn into, you know, Wade Barrett or, you know, um, the Darewolf, well, I'm forgetting his name right now, who... P.J. Uh, Black. You know, or Heath Slater having a 10-year career coming out of the core slash the nexus? Sure. But right now, at least they got some wins early and they actually look like they knew what they were doing. You know, I mean, right now, this is not, this is terrible. Corey, my, 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 my thing is not, if it's a bad storyline, it's a bad storyline. Things happen. But there's, what's the logic behind it? Like, what do they see this being six months from now? Or is this just like, we're going to throw some shit out there, see if it works. If it doesn't, we'll send them back to NXT. Like, wh- why? It doesn't make any sense to me why they would do this with everything we know about the reality error. And also, NXT is on every Wednesday. Everybody sees Dijek and Mayor Yim. Even if you had to just be Dio McFadden or whatever his name is, where he was the Raw announcer, maybe people wouldn't remember him. You got Slap Nuts, Shane Thorne. You know, he's, he's totally masked up. But to have three recognizable faces, I just, it doesn't, it just, the logic just doesn't, there's, it doesn't appear to be any logic behind it. I mean, and this is like one of the smaller problems the company has right now. I mean, we can get into it in a minute, but I mean, Fightful.com, what was it, yesterday, the day before, just came out with another report that uh, NXT had, the last set of tapings, another outbreak of COVID. I mean, that's like, this is the least of their problems, or the idea that there's more, there are bigger problems going on, but there's more and more cases coming out with COVID, and you got this disaster, you have a pay-per-view that basically looks like one of the worst built pay-per-views you've had in a while. Like I said, besides the world title match, I mean, I don't know where you go with this. I mean, like you said, the Hurt, lo- uh, the hurt Locker, Jesus. Um, the Hurt Business looks like baby faces in one segment, heels in another, and the only way that you're making it sound like is they're just money-hungry where they're one back say, segment with uh, Adam Pierce um, saying, you know, we're not doing this for free. I mean, so it makes sense, all right, they're, they're the greedy guys, so that's why they're doing this. They're not doing this for pride of company. They're doing this for money. So that's that's the way they're saying as being heels. I mean, this makes no sense. I mean, unless you're telling me that there's someone, a bigger star behind this, which, you know, we speculated a couple of weeks ago. And at one point when they were like on SmackDown, we said maybe it could be The Miz because he wasn't part of, you know, the initial attacks. And like when John Morrison got attacked and Big E, and he was like the last guy to show up where that could have been or – you know, who knows if Samoa Joe hasn't been on commentary for the last two weeks. Maybe it's COVID or maybe he's a leader of this and maybe he could be the big reveal or someone of that stature is behind this. And we find this out afterwards. Maybe that could save this. I mean, I'm not going to bring up the other name that we're not going to mention because that's just a pipe dream. Pipe bomb, pipe dream. But the idea of the fact he would, that he would not be involved in this. After what's happened with this, I, I would be as far away. There's, there's, no, there's no way he would be. But if they did some type of retribution with Donovan Dijak and me, the actual people, and then, you know, it just is. Anyway, but here, let me give you one, and we'll get off this in a second because it's a disaster of an angle. But what about if, like, in a week or so, or, or next Monday, you have Donovan Dijak come out, 
tear off the stupid mask and say, the people in this group tear off the mask and say, you know what, this, this angle is ridiculous. I'm Donovan Dijak, and we came in here just to be able to get signed. We don't need this crap. We're here to wrestle, and they do like a shoot-type pro promo. Is it too late for that? Is yeah, there, there's no – this is the only way that he, – here's a problem with, with, with the COVID era with the no fans. The only way this goes away, unless someone reasons with Vince and says this is terrible, the only way this goes away is fans rejecting it. You know, that, that is something Vince has always said is something that he, he thinks about. Well, that's part and, of it. And so, uh, so maybe, twi- maybe Twitter's a factor. You know, maybe he looks at Twitter and he's like, man, people are really shitting on this. Maybe, maybe that's a factor. I don't think that's the plan. Uh, I think the only way is fan black backlash or if someone gets in his head and says, you have to stop this. But then what do you do with those, those wrestlers? I mean, I could see, I mean, which I don't think would be bad. I mean, I could really could see, you know, within a month or less, Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez basically, you know, killing, uh, winning the tag team, you know, women's tag team champions from Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler putting titles, you know, putting his titles on them and having them at least having, you know, having titles. And you could do something, you know, at least two really good wrestlers in the women's division or having them, you know, being a face the women's, but I don't know what you're doing with the men because all the men look like fucking idiots with those, you know, with these different masks and stuff. I mean, having, and I know we're harping back on the same thing, but having Dijak and uh, Dio Madden with these ridiculous looking masks and, you know, with the Bane and everything else makes them look like jobbers. I mean, honestly, Absolutely. I think that's even the bigger problem. The idea of these guys, the backstage, we've had backstage attacks for years. You've had a thousand things from the NWO all the way back to the NWO and beyond where you have big time groups sitting there from, you know, the Bullet Club and all these groups go and they go and they take out other groups by gang mentality. That's fine. They've had uniforms, they've had different things, but these guys wearing these ridiculous outfits and these masks make them look like jobbers. And that's part of the thing. And these face things. I mean, it's one thing when, you know, G.O.D. is wearing the, the big face, you know, face paint and stuff. That's, that's one thing. It's war paint. Another thing when you have these mace and T-bone or T-bar, what, or, you know, the, the, the newest members of, you know, T-Bone or whoever the hell, they, I forgot their names at this point. When they come, they look like jobbers. If, am I wrong? Yeah, they, look, they look like, they, they, they look like complete jobbers. And why so are they saying? Like just like people with masks right now who look they, like. They, look, they look like, yeah, they look like, they look like jobbers. And then, because, yeah, they, yeah. And cause, because then. Why they say that they're the you know, WWE's, you know, uh, these wrestlers are all greedy and it's all greed, it's all greed. But then you just sign a contract, and I know part of it is just supposed to make heels sometimes seem maybe a little bit hypocritical. I don't know, but you compare them as heels to what Orton's promo was, which I thought it was a tremendous talk about positive. I thought Orton's promo was tremendous, and you know what the difference is? You could tell that was Orton talking. Right, there were a couple of times he wanted to say something, and he like kind of stopped himself. He wanted to curse. That was Orton, right? That was all him. That was all him. If you're building a show, that's the type of stuff that you want on there. Re- kind of more reality based, more guys talking from the heart. That's what Apo- they've said. Apollo Cruz has done more of. Drew McIntyre has done more of. What Drew McIntyre's been in wrestling for 15 years. Mercedes Martinez has been in for 20 years. 
you know, why not give these people the ability to, to talk and maybe come up with a gimmick on, on their own? Maybe this is what they decided on their own. I, I, I somehow, I, I, I don't think so, but I, it's just, it, you know, and we're just gonna have to watch this on our TV now for the next several months and just hope it dies a slow death. Hopefully by WrestleMania, it's gone by and they've moved on. That's March. I mean, it, this is gonna go on for a while. They're gonna they're gonna do as much as they can to get this over. You know what we said that though. What is it? Ten years ago now about the Nexus, where we the Nexus started, and then all of a sudden John Cena beat them at uh, SummerSlam, and they were disbanded. You know, basically two and a half months after they started. So sometimes McMahon, you know, realizes that something's a disaster, and it just goes away. So I I don't know if he realized it was a disaster. I think Cena just wanted to get the win, and I, I think it was more more about. I mean, Wade, Wade Barrett talked about that, that the reason why they had seen a win is because McMahon said he wanted to have a good feel-good feel moment at the end of the show. And Barrett was like, it doesn't make sense. We're like the hottest thing going right now. It doesn't make sense for us to lose. And he's like, well, I want everyone to feel good. You know, it, this stuff is just, the stuff he does sometimes is illogical. So here we go. Retribution. I bet you let people know how they can... Uh... Uh, at work, shoot pod. Um, on Twitter. I actually tweeted a little bit yesterday for the first time in a little while. Um, it's, uh, Corey, this watching wrestling is hard with all the sports that are going on right now, uh, especially on the weekend. And we can talk about that. A little bit here and there. And we can talk about that with the G1. Corey also is on, on Twitter as well. Um, uh, he's also at his own Twitter on Paladin 808. Um, check us out. Rest, work, shoot wrestling podcast. podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. As I say every week, leave us five stars and we'll read it on the air. Work, shoot, wrestling podcast. Very cool. And as always, uh, check out our sister podcast. You don't know. You don't know Jackie. Very good. I I always want to say that when you say, you don't know Jackie. Very cool. Uh, And uh, hope and have uh, the big man back on the show really soon. We get a topic that suits uh, the expertise of uh, the Jason Brooks. Because when we did have him on before, it was quite spectacular. You should go back and definitely check that out. Uh, Jay, uh, as always, the final word is yours. I think we're done here. See ya.